We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Third hour of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Any chance we could just rerun the first hour? Sure. <laughs> Take a page out of LoJ's handbook, right? And cut that out early. Must be nice. Hey, Donna, what? they're on three hours just like us. I know, okay, I'm just cool it. Hey. I, I told you I worked with a guy at another station that would basically tape all his third hour, like in the afternoon, so he could get out and be done with the show. After How two long hours. ago? You know, it was back in the nineties and the 2000s. Okay, because I mean, I'm sure that's way more popular now. Yeah. Than it was in the nineties. Well, let's not tell B. Arthur, but we could, you know, we oh, could yeah. tape all the rest oh of the God. week's shows this afternoon and take Ooh. the rest of the week off. Yeah, the audience doesn't even know, but right now we're lip syncing <laughs> the entire show. I'm starting to think she's not even really listening anymore because she would have pulled us aside several times. I think over the last month for stupid stuff we talked about. I agree. So I'm, I like this. We like less micromanaging. Yeah. Agreed, you guys. On my way here, I started doing some like. Just some random thoughts about the show. Okay. And I thought about Millennial X Games and how maybe I do have a little bit of an unfair advantage. Oh, excuse me. Because you lived through it twice. Correct. Continue. So my idea was, and I know this is something we should be doing off the air, but, you know, we're all in this together. We're vulnerable. We peel back the curtain. part of the show. Yeah, exactly. So, quack. Um... I thought maybe we should find out who knows more about their own generations. Uh, so is Steve more in touch with his generation or is Donna more in touch with her generation? Are you taking comments? Um, yes, sir. With the thing on the whatchamacallit. What can what, I do for you? What level of honesty do you want me to be in how I respond? Um, I want you to be 100% honest. I think it's a bad idea. Okay. But let me tell you that I think your heart is in the right place because you have an advantage in that you have lived through both periods. I, extremely young, wildly successful, etc., have only lived through my generation. <laughs> and so you do have an advantage, but let's for you know not forget the fact that though you lived through all of it, there was probably a 10 to 15 year, let's call it a hazy phase. <laughs> she was like a hazy IPA, damn near opaque, couldn't see through it. So I think that you're foggy enough on some things that it's okay. Plus, you know, Donna, 
when we used to keep score before Rocco came and destroyed our <laughs> yeah. show, mm-hmm. um, it was pretty close. It would always be very... The Millennial X games in particular. Yeah, but that's when we would come up with our, each other's questions. Oh, like, we knew... That's a thing? Yeah, oh. No, no, it's... No, done, no, done, Rocco, done. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's... No, what? we used to... I'd come up with Steve's questions. Mm-hmm. Steve would come up with mine. And, and Ryan, like a little B word, would just be like, Are you guys going to get me your questions? <laughs> it's 1022. It's funny because I was telling Donna as we were walking in Wednesdays, I need to write like 18 trivia questions because I got to do three for the 1030s, College of Pop Culture Knowledge, mm-hmm. six for this one, and mm-hmm. then like nine for Lori and Julie at five. So this is Wednesday's my trivia day. It's your trivia day, but you know what's good about that, Rocco? Yeah. It's almost, it's like you're doing Lumosity without paying the fee. You know, this is really good for your it, brain. It kind as you, of is. It is. And then you have to figure out, out how to word the question. Trivia. Yeah. I... I, I need to get back out there. You know who's really good at the bar trivia is Holly Roberts. Is that right? We need to get a My Talk team out there to dominate some mm-hmm. of this pop culture mm-hmm. trivia stuff. I agree. And by the way, sometimes I'll listen into other shows to see what kind of questions Rocco's asking and if he's like, you know, kind of repurposing yes, our he questions. I don't think I do very much. Although I did double up on the Beavis and Butthead last week because that was fun. <laughs> that was great. Oh, and then remember, Rocco, you sent last week... This last week we played this audio of Donna oh, yeah. as a child. Yes, as a as a Jersey child. Ah. Do you know? Do you know what a druggist is? Okay, you idiot. I'll read it again. This time, give me the answer I want. Or your father's gonna be swimming <laughs> with the fishes. Very Jersey, almost. Yeah, it had a, a presidential vibe at times. And then Rocco found the intro to a song. Oh, that's right. And it sounded almost exactly no, it like doesn't the sound any, I don't even Donna. hear an accent on these women. Okay, it's so like an old 50s song. It is. Um, and it sounds exactly like Donna did in her old Jersey audio, here's, which I can yeah, find. Here's the beginning of Leader of the Pack by the Shangri-Las. <laughs> Donna, what are you, you know talking about? You don't hear the accent. I, I actually didn't the first time. Here, here's Donna. Okay, a man's wife is very, very sick. <laughs> so he goes to the only druggist. Do you know what a druggist is? <laughs> I mean, Donna, that's you the same. You know what a druggist is? Really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. <laughs> Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Right there. Oh, wearing, barely. Wearing. You know what a right druggist there. is? There's barely right an accent. Oh, you are deaf, my friend. <laughs> what? You're deaf. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That joke. That's good. Okay, thanks. Uh, okay, I did have this really awesome list of 14 times when Tom Hanks was super cool to regular folks. Ooh, there's seven times he wasn't. I left that No. Mm. Anyway, I would like to share some of them with you right now, and I link this up for everyone at mytalk1071.com. Thank you, BuzzFeed. Okay? All right. Christmas Eve, Tom Hanks stops at an In-N-Out burger and buys everyone in the place a free meal. No way. That's great. Then he stops and poses for pictures with everybody outside. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? That's really sweet. He helped a woman or a man. Can't tell from this. Uh, from this. <laughs> no, it's not a picture. It's just a story. Oh, okay. Um, there was a guy. He had we'll, flat we'll call him Pat. We'll call him Stuart. Okay. Because that's his name. I th- oh, I thought we were going SNL. Yeah, no, right. I see what you did. All right. Um, he stopped to help this guy change a flat tire in a snowstorm. Awesome. Uh, let's see. When Tom sent a kind letter 
and typewriter from his typewriter collection to an eight-year-old girl named Corona who was being bullied during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, mm. wow, that's nice. He, uh, I guess, she had sent him oh. a letter because he was sick with you know coronavirus. Right. Um. He just he just made her feel really good. And you know what he did at the bottom? He wrote, "P.S. You got a friend in me," which is the Randy Newman song from Toy Story. That's right. Oh, that's so Shish kebab. We were just watching that this morning. Let's see. He gave tourists on a tour of celebrity homes the thrill of a lifetime. They were pulled over on Mulholland Drive. So people could take pictures of a, of the Hollywood sign. Someone pulls up, rolls down the window, and says, "Seen any movie stars today?" Hmm, that's funny. I like that a it lot. Was Tom Hanks. That's so cute. I love these. Steve, you won't even answer an email. But, uh, <laughs> I got stuff going on. He made someone. Um, he made someone's day when he helped them with a marriage proposal at his book signing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so oh, sweet. Oh, wow. Mm. And he, he said it. He said, Nikki, will you marry me? And then the guy drops down on one knee, and now Tom Hanks is going to hug her. Oh, wow, what a journey. The time he sent a guy named Steve a signed picture that said, Matskana. <laughs> <laughs> so where did that backwards, have you just always been a backwards talker? I have always been a um, sounded out talker. The backwards talking came to me later in my life when okay. I really hit my prime. Oh, so you've already hit your prime. <laughs> yes. Because yep. earlier the... you said you were on your way up. Yeah, yeah, remember you said that? Sorry, Steve. Well, if you're on your way down, Donna, <laughs> she always calls it the casino tour. I was like, I got a job in radio. And she's sitting there smoking heaters in the corner. It's been I've been talking to the same lobby for years. You'll get over it. And I'm like, Mom, Dad, you can listen on the app. <laughs> and I'm like, move along, kid. Yeah. You're like the you're that lady yep. from Monsters Inc. Wazowski. <laughs> and I'm Billy Crystal. I'm Mike Wazowski. Feeling really happy. Oh, that's cute. That All right, let's that. take a break. <laughs> uh when we come back, Donna is getting nerdy on us. Yes. And th- w- there is a question about laundry. Yeah, I like this. And maybe we are all, and let's have this discussion once and for all so that we can go about our lives. Are mm-hmm. we all overcomplicating the process? We'll dig into it due to a new study that Donna stumbled upon. That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rob Lobster. Ba doo da Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okie dokie then. Here's the dealio. I've got a study about laundry. Don't tune away now. Okay, a new poll asked 6,000 Americans if they separate their whites and colors when they do laundry. Let's, okay, so almost a third of us don't bother. Okay. There's three of us. I bother. You do? Mm -hmm. I bother. Steve? I kind of do, but feel like I shouldn't, and I really think it's only a first-time wash thing. 
like if you have a new blue shirt, you shouldn't wash it with the whites. But if they're yeah, but if there's a but if it's a blue shirt that you've washed at least once, there's not going to be any color transfer. Hmm. And I'm the only one of us right now, to my knowledge, holding his hamper. <laughs> oh no, hmm. DJ are those prop dirty, are we looking lobster. At your dirty this clothes. is dirty clothes. Yep. Mm. Oh, th- that's the uh, those are the jeans that I got thrown up on in yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh no. Oh, 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 oh no. no. I just broke my whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> my light. I just broke the lamp. With a pukey Jeez. pair of jeans. Dang it. So now what? Go about it as a professional? I think not. Well, this is a great time to talk laundry. How do you get vomit out of uh, a right. broken lamp? So gross. That's a bummer. Um, no, listen, guys, we shouldn't be doing it, but it takes one of us to bravely say stop. No, 61% of people do it. They separate. No, we shouldn't. You should. Have no. you looked at the bottom of your white socks? They're filthy. But so are the bottom of... I guess, okay. Okay, so So are the bottom of your dark socks. I know, but you don't want to mix the two because you want to bleach the socks. You Nobody's can't use bleach. bleaching anymore. They're you not? have to have a totally white situation to bleach. If you're using what does Snoop Dogg wash his clothes with? Bleach. If you're using bleach, <laughs> that's a really specific non routine load of laundry. Oh. Are you bleaching your whites every time? A, a little, yeah. Can't there's color safe bleach. Yeah, but that's for colors. But you don't have to do this. I don't care. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) This could go on for hours, everybody. Um, I didn't wait. Does the study give us something definitive, Donna? Does it say you don't need to? No, they're just saying they're just asking if you do. Uh, uh uh I bet you used to need to do it. Okay, so I didn't get that memo. Th- this is really frustrating, Rocco, and let me tell you why. And oh, yes, boy. I'm talking to you, Rocco. Okay. I found out out of the blue that nobody uses electric can openers anymore. No, I'm like, well, that... then how do you get the cat to come to the kitchen? Oh, <laughs> Archie! <laughs> what a lady. I didn't know, because isn't an electric can opener a step above? Right, And right. when it comes to... Technology but and that's just taking up another outlet in the kitchen. We don't want that anymore. I did, but I nobody ever told me. Okay, I, so I didn't know that we got rid of teapots. When did that happen? Okay, we have nobody a told me. Not an electric can opener though. Okay, so Steve? I was told teapots were old fashioned. Get we rid have of it. A, we have a teapot. No, I don't think you need to get rid of it. You Donna gets sensitive about these things yeah. because she has a bit of a an aging complex. Hmm. It, she just feels like. I want to be included. Yeah. Look, you can have your electric can opener. It works better than a standard can opener. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're right. I think it maybe feels a little more like 80s, 90s, as seen on TV, exciting Ah. thing. 
<laughs> so I get it. All right, we got to go to the phones. All right, we got to go to the phones. I want to know why. Why you th- now? Now I didn't get the bleach memo. So let's see. Who do we have here? Are um, we gonna Guten Tag? Go yes, for it. Yes, hello, yeah. Guten Tag. You're Hi on there. Who's this? Hi. About laundry. Yes, laundry talk. What's on your heart? There's a guy named Patrick who does a laundry boot camp. Yep. He'll tell you that whites are dyed. So if you're bleaching your whites, you're bleaching the white dye out of them. Oh. Not a good idea. Like, the only thing you would bleach is something that isn't dyed. And then anything that's actually white has white in it. So basically it's everything so you can just smash those all together oh okay that's <laughs> good thank you i know Lori and julia have him on quite a bit yeah. yeah he's patrick richardson the laundry evangelist um he's been on twin cities live many times as well wow you just had to one-up them didn't you? i'm just saying sure you can listen to him on radio but we've got him on television <laughs> He's great. He's good. He has a store at the mall, right? We say yes. that. Yeah. Yep. And he's, and he's got a new out. show. He's got a show on Discovery Plus now too. Oh my god! Yeah. He's, he's called the Laundry there. Guy. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna watch him. Uh, can we take line three? Why not? Let's go and tag them. Hi, okay. line three. You're on the air. Who goes there? Hi. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. You're on the air. You're the one we're talking all right, to. Let's go and tag you, line. Wiener. Nope, they, nope, they all. They're all gone. <laughs> Gosh, All what's right. fun running a radio show? Sure is. Um, hey, we should hire a call screener. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's in the budget. Yeah, we're we gonna get about get, three calls a day. We used to get yelled at for just cold guten tagging. Just yeah, just guten tagging uh, on the fly. But you it's do so say exciting. something like you're on the air, so that so that they know, so they can't sue us, right? Yes. Uh, oh, oh, I yeah. guess we. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Rock we'll say guten tag. You're on the air. Should we learn how to say it in German? Yes. Okay, I'll look that up for you. Okay, uh. thank you. Uh, by the way, another study says that people who plan ahead have more time and less stress. Planners more likely to do big things early, like taxes and holiday shopping. Yes. So they're less stressed while or whilst doing those things. Well, that's riveting. Planners have more free time. Planners tend to have a healthier family dynamic. They feel more confident. They tend to feel more respected and admired. Okay? And you can change if you're not a planner. Thank you. Oh, yeah, please. Like Rocco said, give us a call at 651-641-1071. I can't believe we are already... At to this that, point in the show. That's well, what Donna, happens when you get here late. Yeah, you know, you had car problems today. You arrived in a spaceship, otherwise known as a Prius. It's like a beta spaceship. Yeah, you know, I'm going to need a ride to Cat Video Festival. No. So if you really want to be a good guy. No. Good human. You want to get dinner beforehand? Sure. You asked about this the other day, and I was like, no, definitely not. But then we got the rundown. And, you know... You got time to kill. What time are we supposed to be there? I don't know. It doesn't say. Is that kind of our thing? Like, we're going to give you... Here's a detailed email with one key detail missing. (laughs) Is it a puzzle? Are we supposed to ask each other? I think so. Is this some sort of a team-building activity? Are we in an... Is this an email escape room? Oh, my God. My best friend and I are having dinner tomorrow night. Generation X. I'm not your best friend. Millennials. These... 
are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> So are we short somebody? So right now we've got Daniel, the Gen Xer. Oh, hey, Daniel. From well, Canada? Uh, he's a painter, I think. Oh, that's, yes. He's, he's right. Canadian. He's a Canadian guy. Yeah, he's calling on a calling card. Now we need a millennial to call. Uh, so give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you were born after the year 1980, uh, call us right now, 651-641-1071. You will team up with Donna, Woo! and you could win a fantastic prize. Today, it is a six-pack of DeWalt Hammers. Yes. That's awesome. Is that true? No. Okay, fine. No. Um, Sorry. Yeah, we're still looking for that um, Gen Xer, but I've got some good questions for you. Oh, I'm very excited. All right, we'll see if line three is maybe okay. a Gen Xer. Okay, uh, we'll take them whoever they are. We don't yeah, care what their they age are, is. Whatever. They're now Just, helping us. Yeah. All right, so they're coming on. And uh, don't forget, if you love Rocco's trivia, he will be doing some Wednesday trivia with the Lori and Julia show today and your afternoon drive from three until seven o'clock. Okay, right. I think we got somebody. So first, let's say hi to Daniel the Painter on line one. He's our exer. Daniel! Daniel. Hey, how My are you guys? Brother. Oh, we <laughs> need you, we crave you, and you and I are on a team. I'm Gen X. That means you have to help me because I'm the millennial, and this is, yep, it's this is how it works. Uh, My fiance is listening at home. I'm at work. Oh, whoa. oh, how wonderful. <laughs> this is great. And Dan is listening and she's probably laughing. <laughs> oh, I love this. Well, listen, da- Daniel is from Canada and yep. uh, and, and he's a painter. And then Becca, his soon to be betrothed, is listening from home. We are a global <laughs> show. Thank you for listening from Canada. Rocco, who is going to be helping Donna? I believe she said her name was Erica. Is that right? Millennial? Yes, I'm Erica. Hi, hey. Erica. Hi. All right. Erica, can I ask your age? I am 40 years old. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. All right. You guys stand by. If we need you, we're going to call on you, but we only get to call on you one time throughout the game. Okay. Okay. Good talking to you. I put her on hold. That's why she didn't answer. Cool. All right, All right, what are we doing? Who's going? I'm going to go first. I'm okay. spinning first. Go! Okay. All right, hang on. Okay, if I said to you, Steve, uh, the musical trio of Michael Diamond, Adam Horowitz, and Adam Yauk, what musical act would I be talking about? Oh, this Adam Horowitz is ringing a bell. Music. What musical act? Cool it, Donna. <laughs> Um, oh man, Adam Horowitz. Say their names again. Michael Diamond, Adam Horowitz, and Adam Yauk. All right, this is some sort of Gen X thing. I can't waste Daniel right now on this. I don't know if he even knows those names. He's, I don't even know if those are names from Canada. All right, fine. I'm going to go to Daniel the Painter from Canada, and I'm going to burn this lifeline early. Daniel. I have a feeling it's the Beastie Boys, Steve. We're going to go with Beastie Boys. We're going to lock it in. Final answer. Come on, Daniel. No sleep to Brooklyn. (laughs) Nice job, Daniel. (laughs) Yeah, way to go. Well, you burned Daniel, but um, he'll still be hanging around to see if he wins uh, the shirt or the hat or whatever we got laying around here. All right, stay on the line, Daniel. This is an international call. Oh, all right. Well, let's try to speed things up. I don't think long distance is a thing anymore. Donna. What? Okay, are you ready, Donna? Yes. Okay, here goes. 
Okay, Donna. Mm -hmm. uh, if I were to mention to you the late 90s, early 2000 bands, No Doubt, Goldfinger, Real Big Fish, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Less Than Jake, Rancid, what Rancid. genre of music, what kind of category of music would I be talking about? Um... Well, no doubt sounds a little more poppy to me than the others. I don't know if you'd call this emo or if you'd called call it I would call it alternative. I'm looking for something a little more specific. Oh. I wondered if this one was gonna be tough. Like new wave. Something like that. Mmm. Here goes Rocco spoon feeding her. It's not new wave though. That came before them grunge i'm gonna say no doubt isn't grunge yes, all right all right Sorry. Sorry. alternative Daniel's uh, phone bell is just going through the roof yeah it is grunge it's not grunge but i don't know grunge I would like to steal punk yeah. rock. Yeah, I was gonna go with what? some kind There's of comp. No, here's the deal. Rock? The answer the I was Kennedys. The would very be punk rock. specific answer I would be looking for would be ska punk. Oh, but I yeah. was I would have taken ska. I don't I even know what maybe, ska means. Right. Well, dink, 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 dink. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah. Um, it's Rancid. kind of a Jamaican-inspired uh, genre that was, you know, kind of big in the 50s, then again in the 80s, then again in the late 90s with bands like yeah. Goldfinger, Real Big Fish, The Mighty Mighty Boston's Less Than Jake Rancid, even, yeah. no doubt. Okay. Um, uh, ska, ska punk. Come on. If, uh, the Mighty Mighty the... Boston's? Yeah. Weren't they yeah. more like swing? No, no. no. Never Rancid, man. Good call. Less than Jake. You're I had a friend. Rancid. Hey, Donna. All right, Donna doesn't well, get Donna, the point. I'm going to spin still the wheel. Has a lifeline. Um, you are spinning that wheel, and it goes like this. Movies. Movies. We often hear people making jokes and references to Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo was the subtitle of what 1984 breakdancing movie? Sequel. Oh, jeez. Uh, electric Boogaloo. Um, Footloose? Electric Boogaloo? Read the last part of your question. Uh, it is the subtitle of what 1984 breakdancing movie sequel? Breakdancing movie. Jim and Jim, Electric Boogaloo. I mean, it's right there. Jim and Jim, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Jim and Jim. Uh, Jim and Jim, Electric Boogaloo. Dance Fever. Saturday Night Fever, Electric Boogaloo. Saturday Night Fever, Electric Boogaloo. Final. Okay, and that's a no. <laughs> uh, it was breaking to whatever. Electric Boogaloo. Rocco, Come on. you're too cool Garbage. for the room. Breaking yeah, man. Hey, we man. don't all shop man. at the Electric Fetus. I saw breaking in the I theater. Was just there. I saw Beat Street in the theater. I saw all the breakdancing movies in the theater. Did that's you how used Gen to X I am. I, you know, I messed with it. I had some parachute pants. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I can do the. I, I did the worm at weddings and every now and then. Oh the sure. Spin. All right. All yeah, right. That one was kind of tough. I think the rest. We'll see. Are you ready, Don? Yeah. Here I go. Okay. <laughs> movies. Movies. Uh, somebody who died seven years ago today was a 2000 Golden Raspberry double nominee. You know what a Golden Raspberry Award is? It's kind of like a... Mm -hmm. Bad a performance. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. This guy was a double nominee in 2000 for the movies Bicentennial Man 
and Jacob or Jacob the liar. Oh gosh, bicentennial Who man, bicentennial man. Are we talking about bicentennial man? So those are like serious roles. Um, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to go to my lifeline yet. The other clue is that he died seven years ago today. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, Steve, for spooking. I mean, honest to goodness. Robin Williams, final. Yes. Shut your face right now! Bicentennial Man, and uh, it's it's either Jacob or Jakob the Liar. I don't think anybody saw that movie, did we? Jakob? No. It's J-A-K-O-B. I've wanted to keep it real for the I like Jakob. Jacob's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is, who calls your name Jacob is now Jakob. All right, I already grabbed the wheel. I'm spinning this okay, sucker. Television. Yes. Okay. Julia and Suzanne Sugarbaker were characters on what CBS sitcom that ran from 86 to 93? Spoon food me, Rocco. Give me one more no, morsel. Don't, I need a Rocco. morsel. Uh, no. A lady that's getting a lot of no. fame this year. Sorry, don't, don't help him. Get out of here. A lot of fame this year. She's up for some Emmys. I have an old lady crush on her. Oh, Stop yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in this hey. show. Okay, was this... Peters? Was this... Um, How dare you? Donna, Time he, will run he out. spoon feeds you like you lost your teeth and you can only have applesauce. So just let this happen. I'm going to say designing women. Hey, yes, I spoon fed that to you. No, I'm just so you know. Hang on. on just field. so you know. Donna, I was going to go designing women before he gave me what's-her-face from Mare of Easttown. Whatever. And, but I was thinking Delta's in the news because of the variant Delta Burke. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she was. Uh, yes, of course, we're talking about my lady crush, Jean Smart. Yow! From Hacks Whatever. and Mare of Easttown. Donna, why don't you spin the wheel one more time for kicks? Fine. You can Here try it out. Okay. Lifestyle. And she still has her lifeline. I don't think she'll need it. What's my life, um, lifeline's name again? Erica. Oh, Should we bring her right, on? Erica. Let's bring her on. We'll do it together. Erica. All right. Hi, Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi. Okay, we're going to answer this together. Okay. We're going to go back to 2001. We all remember the New York Times best-selling nonfiction list, 2001. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The No Spin Zone held the top spot for seven weeks in 2001. Who wrote The No Spin Zone? The No Spin Zone. Could this be like a Lance, what's-his-face? Oh, Lance Armstrong? Yeah. Mm. I'm just going with the spin. 2001? Yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? Because he would have been sort of popular. 20 years ago. Yep, yep. Yeah, oh, I like it. it. Don't do it. Final. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah! I'd like to steal. Steal. Oh, bummer. I would like to steal and offer Bill O'Reilly. Bill. You have now entered the no spin zone. Fox News. Hey, cool it, Donna. Not everybody knows (laughs) Bill O'Reilly. It's his thing, the no spin zone. Oh, yeah. Well, that means Steve wins because he got two. (laughs) He got uh, the Beastie Boys, thanks to Daniel the Painter. He got Designing Women, thanks thanks to to my spoon feeding. While Donna only got Robin Williams. Sorry, Erica. Maybe for fun, we can do... Maybe we can do the tiebreaker. Why not? Let's do it real quick. Um, All right. Daniel's, yeah. Got to put another quarter and look this up. Payphone. The question was how many... How many Emmy nominations did Designing Women get over their uh, seven-year run? 
Uh, I'd like to take the first shot. Okay. Uh, I am going to say 16. I'm going to say 19, Bob. Wow. It was 18, so Donna D wins because no. Steve went over. Dang it. Oh, you yeah, know what? did. You know, we didn't give away a prize at 1030 in the college yeah! pop culture notes. Let's give Erica and Daniel. And Daniel. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Rocco. Okay. All right, Daniel, good to hear from you. Oh, Erica, I love you. Okay, there we go. All right, there we go. Okay. Daniel, you're my best friend. And now we'll go to commercial? Yeah, we'll go to commercial. Sorry, we'll be back with the final stretch of the show. Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I would just throw that in there. There's the a good one. That's I really, fine, Rocco. You can just, whatever you want to do. Um, hey, we mentioned earlier that the uh, Cat Video Festival tickets on sale now. Remember that when you buy those tickets, you're going to help support our charity partner, Bitty Kitty Brigade. Um, it's happening tomorrow. Presented by First Equity and Acana Pet Foods. America's Funniest Home Videos is going to have some cat videos that are running. Your cat videos will run. TikTok cat videos, all of it. Go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword cat. And if you've been waiting on the weather, since it's going to be a beautiful CHS field, Know that I just saw uh, Johnny Uhas, the mad scientist of meteorology on Channel 5, said it will be 80 and low humidity. Sunny, 80 and low humidity Ooh, is our forecast yeah. for the Cat Video Festival. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And you could do, you know, if you're one of those people that you don't want to be indoors, you got kids, you're worried about Delta, you could pretty much be outside the whole time at CHS sure. Field. Yes, totally. Okay. Totally. 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 Mm -hmm. Totally, Rocco. Guys, he, I haven't... I talked to Daniel from Canada. Is he also Australian? He had an interesting accent. I don't know. Donna, do you know? I have no idea. He did say know. he'd be in the area like next spring. So look for Daniel the Painter. Whoa, oh, deep awesome. tease. Yeah. Wow. Deep tease. Uh, yeah, he and his uh, fiance Becca, listen every day from Canada. Listeners in China, listeners in South Africa. That's right. We're all over, bro. Russia. We've been hearing from yes, our Russian contingent. Pavel. Pavel. And then someone else. We have two Russian listeners. Oh, we have someone in Greece, too. Oh. Oh, and don't forget about Oikos. our French. We've got our French listener who always sends a, sends a nice email. South Carolina. Mercy. Not as sexy. I get it, but still. Florida. Florida. All right. They're all listening on the app, by the way. And mm -hmm. it's an easy thing. If you listen on the app, it's great because not only can you listen anytime, anywhere. My parents listen in Pennsylvania. We have a lot of Jersey listeners mm -hmm. as well. There are a lot of rewards that you can get just by listening through the app. Uh, register is what I meant to say. Four-hour rewards. You can get gift cards to Chipotle, Chuck and Don's, plus a pink Yeti tumbler or tickets to the Minnesota State Fair. Get registered on the app or online, mytalk1071.com. Hey, I got some perhaps breaking news here. Oh, my gosh. We'll take it. The Daily Beast is saying that Jeopardy is going to offer the job to not just Mike Richards, but also Mayim Bialik. Uh. What? Yeah, that's the Daily Beast. Wait a legit, second. Uh, what are you talking about? Go to Daily Beast. Can they both accept it? Are we doing a dual host? That's what they're saying. They're saying they're going to have two hosts for the first time ever. Oh. Yuck. I. Oh, my gosh. It says it's on today. Mike Richards and Mayim Bialik named as new Jeopardy hosts. Named? They're named already? That's the duo takes over for beloved host Alex Trebek. Uh, this is on today. 
Jeopardy.com. Jeopardy executive producer Mike Richards and Mayan Bialik have been named the new host of the popular game show. Richards will host the daily syndicated version, while Bialik will host primetime and spinoff versions of the show. Okay, okay. so right. that's what we got. She'll be doing some special ones. He does the daily stuff. Let me see here, too. On Salon.com, surprisingly not about hair. Uh, <laughs> let's see. They say that Mike Richards responded yesterday to that lawsuit um, from 2010 when he worked at The Price is Right. Here's what he says uh, in an email on Monday. He told Jeopardy staff that he denied these claims, and it reads, I want you all to know that the way in which my comments and actions have been characterized in these complaints does not reflect, reflect the reality of who I am or how we work together on The Price is Right. I know firsthand how special it is to be a parent. It's the most important thing in the world to me. I would not say anything to disrespect anyone's pregnancy and have always supported my colleagues on their parenting journeys. Hmm. All right, so he's denying it. Yeah, he is saying that that is a uh, mischaracterization. Mm. Um, okay, so I'm just going to set that aside okay? okay he deserves his say she deserves her say um all of that aside i'd like this choice just you... as a host of the show hmm. i like the choice all of that aside just in who can host the show i like that your thoughts donna i i, I know it's tough to separate that fine it's fine it's fine. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of my Bialik. No, but she's only going to do the evening I stuff. I get it. I get it. It's She'll fine. Just That's why I'm saying it's fine. Like prime time spinoff things. Um, fine. What a what a huge job to get, man. How crazy! You wonder how Ken Jennings is feeling today. Yeah, and Lavar well, Burton. Those two seem to be the front runners going into this. Didn't that we say Ken there, Jennings should have gotten it? Well, I was telling you that at the beginning, and you were anti. I I prefer him over my Bialik. I think he should do the specials. That's, yeah, that's cool. But, you know, probably nice to see a female representing that quiz show space as well with Jeopardy, and she was a big fan, and um, I think people liked her when she was guest hosting the show as well. Okay. I don't know. I do have an email here that I would like to get to. Go for Steve. Uh, hey, wait. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Hey, Donna and Steve. I had no idea Daniel would call you today. That was hilarious. It was. Yes, he's originally from Sydney, Australia. I knew okay. it. Hopefully all goes well COVID-wise for travel in the spring. We're dying to come back to Minneapolis. And... I'll be joining you reading the new Stephen King novel. He's oh. my all-time favorite author. Mm. And, of oh, course, boy. she's spelled favorite, F-A-V-O-U-R-I-T-E, because she's fancy. Yeah. Do you know That's what Daniel Becca. shaves his face with? Uh, a Rise Up Lights. Rise, Rise Up, up Lights. <laughs> Rise Up Lights. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. Thank you, Colleen and Bradley. Yes, that's how you say You say Rise Up Lights, and that sounds like Rise, Rise Up Lights. lights. I love it. By the way, I um, I linked up another cool bear encounter video. I think you guys will like this one. Okay. This family's dog is bell trained to ring the bell when it wants to go out. Apparently, there were bears outside in the family pool, and the dog wanted to go out. <clears throat> excuse me, and kept ringing the bell. 
But it's a family of bears. It's adorable. And it's a beautiful pool. Yeah, three bears in the pool. Wow. All right. Hey, bears. Hey, bear. <laughs> All right, Steve, we've got what? a dinner date tomorrow. Tentative. I might have a call. What? I'm trying to set something up. <laughs> Anything to avoid. Yeah, like I don't know if it'll down work. down and like having to chew. What are we going to talk about? Plenty. Between chews. We've got plenty. We got to go. Good night, right, everybody. Bye.